Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports. The Final Frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one. Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Oh, their weekly mission to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the (laughs) nose test didn't? The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map. And 1080TheFan.com. Hour two! If you missed anything from hour one, shame on you. What are you doing with your life? Be better. Will Darkens is gone. We got Will Ortner in, so it was really good. Uh, we, we played a fun game uh, that you'll have to go back and listen to. Uh, to hour one to to hear. Uh, it was uh, horse or song. And uh, Will Ordner, smarter than he thought he was. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Who would have known that I was so good at picking the ponies? So if you wanted, if you want to go back and listen to that, uh, you just find the podcast. It's available at 1080thefan.com, odyssey.com, the Odyssey app, wherever you download podcasts, or it'll be available on cassette tapes that Will Ordner will throw out of a helicopter later this afternoon over Battleground Lake Park. I will not do that. What? Um, what? Well, I'm afraid of heights, dude. Are you really? Oh, terrified. Terrified. It's, it sucks too because I'm tall. It's a real conundrum that I really. With. You're 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 like oh I'm way up here. Oh. Yeah, dude. What I are can't you, wear what are you heels. Six four, six five, six five, six almost five. six six. Oh, oh really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, almost. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. What are you? Twenty five going on twenty six? Yeah, I'm I'm twenty five and a half actually. <laughs> just had my just had my half birthday at Chuck E. Cheese. Hey, dude, I lived right next to the Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I yeah. might as well go. I don't yeah. like the rebrand though. I don't. 
I don't know the okay. rebrand because my my kids really want to go. My children are six. I have twin daughters, and mm. uh, and one of them really wants to go to Chunky Cheese. <laughs> I go Chuck E Cheese. Yeah, she goes. Yeah, I said Chunky Cheese. I go no Chuck E Cheese. Yeah, Chunky Cheese. I just want to go to Chunky Cheese. And uh, we, we're not taking him there just on an afternoon. That seems dumb. And I'm sure they'll eventually be invited to a birthday party. But I don't really remember it from when I was a kid. Uh, I think I went to like a, maybe a couple parties when I, was, when I was very young. But I haven't been since. And so I don't you know. You shouldn't. Okay, I'll be honest. I'll be yeah, honest, Luke. If you told me that in the last ca- five years you had gone without your kids. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, but now I have I children. Raised. But should I take the kids there? Yeah, see, that's what I was Yeah, saying. no. I mean, if you're going to do it, like, take them to, like, a Big Al's or, like, a Dave and Buster's where, like, they can have the fun of the lights flashing. They could bowl. Yeah. Something like that. But you also can, like, do your own thing. You know where we take them for their birthday party is uh, Round Table Pizza. They've got a little arcade. Round Table's perfect. They've got the big thing. The pizza's good. They've got beer on tap. And uh, what we do is we get the uh, the private room. Yep. And uh, their their birthday is in November, so we pick a Sunday. Uh, we usually time it out for the Seahawks kick time. Put football on both ends of the, the room. We sit there and drink beer. The kids all go to the arcade, and we eat good pizza. Perfect. Is that the one by the mall? It is, right? Is it yeah, the yeah. Vancouver Mall? Yeah. yeah. Right. That was where a lot of my yeah. li- Glenwood Little League uh, team go. parties were. Little League parties at Roundtable Pizza were always great. Uh, I think Pied Piper Pizza is no longer... A thing? Which one's Pied Piper? Pied Piper on Fourth Plane. Uh, mm. If you cruise down, yeah. But I, I don't played think that's for a thing anymore. I played for Pied Piper Pizza uh, when I was twelve. Did you really? I did. And last time I went in there, my sister had a birthday party for her son there, and uh, literally thing was still hanging on the wall. And I wish I knew they were closing. I would have went in and grabbed the the plaque picture. You're like, hey, look, that's me. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, we did. We, I mean, I took a picture. I sent it to my buddy that uh, played on the team. Uh, and uh, you, you know, Jason Bro from University of Portland. I do know yeah. Jason. Yeah. So yeah, Jason and I played on yeah. the same little league team for Pied Piper Pizza. But what they did is you used to get free ice cream. You would get your pizza, and then they just had the ice cream machine. You'd go up, and they'd give you a cone, and then you could just serve up as much ice cream as you wanted into your own cone, Ooh. which was usually disastrous when you have a baseball team running around. Oh, there. yeah. It's how much can you shove on, and then <laughs> yeah. how much can you eat, and then get back underneath. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a soft serve machine, so you and you, tr- you just try to tower it up. You're like, can I make this as long as my forearm? <laughs> it's, gotta... That sounds about right. With, yeah. with uh, boys, especially Little League age boys, my, uh, my cousin, he's playing for Glenwood Little League right oh, now. Yeah. He's he's right at that perfect age. It's it's hilarious. Every single time I go to watch one of his games, halfway through the game, he runs out. Mom, can I have concession food after the game? Like, go, go, <laughs> go back be- into the yeah. go back into the dugout. You shouldn't yeah. be out here. But can I get concession food? Yes, you can. Okay, I'll go back in. Okay, yeah, I'm co- I'm coaching uh, four to six year old YMCA basketball. Hmm, fun. I've played in that. Yeah. Did, did, did you really? Yeah. We are, you're following just like. I'm following the path. Yes. Yeah. Well, listen, that's what happens is I grow up, I have kids, and then those kids do the same yeah. things Dude. you did when you were a kid. I, not, well, because I think I shocking. followed your path. Oh, yeah. And now you are, you're are forging you just ahead. figuring out that that's how life works? Like, wait a minute. If I yeah. stay here, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to turn be, into Luke. You can hope. I don't think you're, you're going to end up being 5'10 and regrowing your hair. But other than that, yeah, possibly. You know what? Hey, hey listen. You can dream that you I can, can have this I can life. dream. Yeah. Uh, but the fun thing is kids just leave just in the middle of the game because they just go over to their parents. Like, that's the fun part. They're just running up and down the court, and all of a sudden you're looking, and you're like, and we have the option between coaches. They're like, you can play four on four or five on five. I'm like, 
dude, four and four. Like yeah. there's, there's the the magic thing about basketball is you can watch an NBA game where like there's not a guy in the court that doesn't have at least a six foot seven wingspan. Most of them are over seven foot wingspans. Their height is six three at a bare minimum, uh, maxing out at seven foot two on the court. The court and the key, not that much bigger. Mm-hmm. The hoop, a little bit higher than kindergartners, but same height for middle school girls basketball. But you can watch these guys on the court, and somehow they find passing lanes all over the place, and they can space the court, and they find room to maneuver, and they don't run into each other all the time. You get a bunch of three-and-a-half-foot, maybe four-foot kindergartners, and you get four of them on each team, and there is literally no room for anyone to move on the court. They run into each other constantly. They can't find room to dribble the ball without going out, just going out of bounds. Just not like even they, don't understand, they don't understand what inbounds, out-of-bounds is, so they just move wherever they want to. And mm-hmm. you just watch and you go, how is it so possible that just tiny humans cannot find room to move away from each other? But they're magnetic. It's hilarious. How can they not figure it out? My favorite just, is... Uh, there's the one, one girl on the other team yesterday. Yeah. Because we do Friday night games. Yeah. One girl on the other team, she just she kind of got it. She was like, if I get the ball and just take it from the other kids, I can just run down and shoot. And she just did that every time. Every single time. Every single time. Until the coach is like, can you like maybe pass it to one of the other kids? And one of the kids on the other team would shoot, and the other ones would just give it right back to her. And then she, she, she's like, okay, here, get back. Like, okay, oh, I got yeah. it. Yeah, she was A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. Aggressive. That's funny. Yeah. I my favorite part though is when you watch young kids learning basketball. Yeah. There's always the one Dennis Rodman, like over the top aggressive defender. Oh yeah. Well yeah. Picks up the offensive player at half court. Doesn't matter if they have the ball or not. Yep. And they are going to lock them down, hands up. You will not get the ball past me. There is no way you are getting the ball. You will not score. Well, there there's there's. One out of every four kids kind of gets it, like that, like okay, we're going to try shooting that basket, and like that's that's the objective is for me to score. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, that kid just wants to shoot. And it was funny because one of the kids figured it out. Like we've played, I think it was our third game uh, yesterday. Yeah, and one of the kids just figured it out. He's like, oh, if I just get it and shoot it, then nobody's going to stop me. And so he shot it like eight times in a row, and then he started rebounding. Most of the time, the kid that's going after the ball and playing defense is the one that just wants to shoot it. But there, there's different levels of aggression. But most of the time, it's like, okay, if I get a chance, I'm going to shoot it. And there's three kids on the court with you that don't understand that at all. And so the one that does gets all the shots and then makes it. Like this this one girl on our team, she's like, if I get the ball, I'll shoot it. But if she doesn't get the ball, she's pretty timid. But she shoots it and makes it. And then all of a sudden, she's standing right next to me. I'm like, defense. And she's just holding up her hand. And she's like, you always give me a high five when I make it. I'm like, oh. And she doesn't talk. She just sits there just holding up her I'm like, oh, sorry. There's your high five. And she now I can go play wanders back on defense. But she's like the most timid of the kids that will shoot. It's hilarious. It's absolutely delightful. So. Anyways. Hey, there's something beautiful about it. Uh, something beautiful. So speaking of basketball, right now, I don't know what your level of intrigue is on any of these series, uh, but I think... Hi. It, it hit all? No, all four I, series? Well, I mean, look, I, I'm betting on everything. Um, yeah, I get that. So I, I enjoy it. I, I I'm get a big that. LeBron stan. Okay. I will admit that I'm a big LeBron. He's my goat that whole night. He's yards. your goat? Yeah. I, I hate when guys who didn't see a player play claim someone else as oh, a goat. Say, I didn't watch Bill Russell. I'm claiming Bill Russell because nobody watched Nobody him else play. will? No, not because nobody else will necessarily, but the guy won 11 championships, and plus two in college. 
And he won five with Bob Cousy, who was the best player on his team. He left, and he won six more. He won eleven. And he was coaching. He won nine. He won nine with the great Red Auerbach. And then Red left, and he won two more as the coach. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, so, that's a red. That's that, that's a resume. If we're if we're picking championships or whatever, and then people go, oh, well, he didn't have any competition. He played in the same division as Wilt freaking Chamberlain. Yeah. He and ran he up against. Well. He ran up against the logo like seven times in the finals. Beat him every time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. This is what I'm saying. And, I, and he should have won. He should. They would have won 12, but in the second finals, he rolled his ankle and the Hawks won. Yeah. Like, he, like he was, like, without him, the Bob Cousy-led Celtics and the Red Auerbach-coached Celtics did not win. So there's, there's, there's the other proof, is what would have happened, like, the Bulls, for a perfect example. Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. The 1994 Chicago Bulls were the year, I believe, 93-94, was the first year they played without Michael Jordan. 94-95, I thought. And uh, then he comes back. They came back. No, they won right. the championship in 96-97-98. Doesn't, right, right. Doesn't matter. The first year he left. I get what you're saying. Do you know how many more games they lost in the regular season after Jordan left? Three. It was like I think, one. I think it's. I think it's. One. Think it's yeah. Maybe it's. I thought it was one. Hey, trust me. I know that one because yeah. this is one of my this big is your, this talking is, this points. Is, yeah, this is your LeBron. Yeah, this, this is, is your LeBron yeah, point. Trust me, it's one but, of my big LeBron. But points. Well, but here. So here's here's my other thing. So if, if those are your three guys, LeBron, uh, Bill Russell, and uh, and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go, if if you if you're on Jordan's team, you go. All right. If I'm on Jordan's team, he's going to win us a championship if we get there. Right, like that's that's the proof that you had. Like Jordan was the MVP of every finals. If we got to the finals, he was going to will our team to victory. Yeah, right? get there. Well, right? yep, you got to get there. Yeah, and then if you got if you got on LeBron's team, it go you you go. We we have a chance to win. Yep, he's going to get you to the yeah. most, almost the most. And if you're on Bill Russell's team, we're going to win a championship. That guy was the best teammate. He 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 played you know some of the best defense. Uh, he understood the game uh, as well or better than anybody. The fact that he was the heir apparent to one of the greatest coaches of all time. So that's my argument for Bill Russell. Yeah, try to poke holes in it. Well, I mean, and then and then the other part to your point, nobody watched him play. Yeah, you can, see, you can, you can I, I just have a hard time. And I'm not here well, to yeah, have but, but Michael. See, but see, this debate. is where it's stupid though. Is your argument? This is where you're stupid. Particular is. If you eliminate all the people you didn't say, see play, then you cannot say greatest of all time. Go, the greatest player I ever watched was LeBron. That's fair. You know I what mean, I mean? The greatest, and, and and you know what? That does, that shuts down everybody else's argument. They go, oh well, you didn't watch Jordan, you didn't watch, you know, uh, uh, Hakeem, or you didn't watch whoever. Yeah. You know, whatever. So. Well, and 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 that's fair. My yeah. whole my whole thing about it though is, I hate when people my age try and tell me like. Kareem was the best or Michael was the best. It's like, dude, all you did was watch yeah. the the Last Dance documentary and that formed your opinion. Sure. A lot of people my age, when they see those greats, yep. all they did was watch highlight tapes. Sure. And I don't like anyone can make a good highlight tape. I have seen so many and one mixtape videos on YouTube. <laughs> the greatest of all time is a professor. The next Ladanian yeah. Tomlinson. Oh, yeah. He's he's twelve. Yeah. He's 12. Yeah. Everyone's going to grow. They're going to change. He already has a beard. He's done at 5'6". Yep. Right? So that's my whole argument about it is you should have to have watched someone before you can claim that they are the greatest of all time. But that's just me. Well, yeah, but you haven't watched everybody. So the the part where 
The other thing is I hate the term goat. Yeah, well, yeah. like it's, it's just, really generational. It's well, it's, but it's also it's just like like he's the greatest of all time. That's an, the acronym is GOAT, and then people just overuse it. So I think that's been overused. Uh, the other word, like elite. Oh, he's got elite arm strength. Elite this, elite that. One of one. Com- yeah, compared to what? Like, shut up. Uh, the but the the greatest of all time argument. It's it's flawed in its in its the 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 perception because exactly to your point. But if you go back and and look at like what pick the metrics you want to measure it by, in in all metrics. That that people throw against LeBron James, those are in favor of Bill Russell, not in favor of Michael Jordan. But the the ones that they use to hold up Jordan, the ones they use to hold up Kareem or Magic or Bird, Bill Russell wins in all of those. Because but if you want to go greatest scorer of all time, whatever, that's a longevity thing. And and I think you have to I think you have to give credit to people that play long enough to break those records. And and one of the greatest things that LeBron, nobody loves basketball more than LeBron James and what he does. I and mean, the stories, the stories of Michael Jordan are legendary because back basketball was second to him for a lot of his career, but when he made it to the finals and decided he wanted to win, he won. For LeBron James, basketball's been number 1. <laughs> like 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 the the dream team you know, the original dream team. Jordan would play 36 holes of golf and then he'd come out and show up and still be the best player. Awesome. LeBron would be in bed by 9 o'clock and he would wake up and have three, yeah, the three square meals and do all this and everything that he did was dedicating himself to play as long as he could. And if he goes out and play and wins another championship it, at 38, 39, 40, if he gets to play with his son and they do anything close to getting to an NBA Finals, he... He may end up being the great for the longevity. The one thing that he has over Jordan and over Bill Russell uh, and has in common with Kareem is is the longevity. Mm-hmm. Larry Bird could have been greater without the back injury. Bo Jackson might have been the greatest without the hip injury. Uh, so-and-so might have been the greatest if not for the what. This guy, this guy has dedicated his entire life to basketball, and he at the if he plays another five years, anywhere near the level that he's playing at now, then I think that's where the argument falls. Nobody cared about the game more than him. Yeah, so. and I, I can't disagree with you. As a LeBron guy, I agree. Come over, drink the Kool-Aid, <laughs> No, no, hey, listen. Come drink the Kool-Aid. I, I watch sports as a TV show, and uh, I will tell you that the, the Lakers-Warriors uh, series is going to be the most uh, most watched in my household because it's, it's you have all of the storylines going into it. All the earlier episodes. Yes. All the cliffhangers that they leave you. Uh, this one, I think. Hope will be a great series at the finish because you just want another one of those moments between Steph and LeBron yeah. and, those, and the teams. It, it's uh, almost like watching a um, a TV show in the final season. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's talk a little bit of baseball real quick, and then we have to talk about animals run wild. Uh, so uh, the question for you, though, is does anything matter in the first 40 games of a baseball season? Nope. We'll discuss We'll discuss next. Sit and say, 10 the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Fan text line, LeBron haters out in force. Really? Oh, of course. Well, what they should be. No, listen. Th- th- this is this is why the argument is flawed. It's like politics, right? Try to change somebody off of their stance. It never will. Oh no, it just reinforces it. It's, you dig your heels in. Everyone digs you dig, it. You, you dig your heels in. I'm I'm open. I'm open to the idea that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. I'm open to the idea that LeBron is the greatest of all time, and I'm open to the idea that Bill Russell is the greatest of all time. You could also make the argument that the the greatest of all time is Magic and or bird but the only problem i have is neither of them are as good without each other that might have been the greatest era of basketball because you had two guys going at each other you could say the same about steph and lebron uh and the fact that they've played so many times i think i think basketball is better with competition the biggest regret that i have about michael jordan's career not that it's my regret he never got to play hakeem in a finals yeah, he does. He doesn't have a true foil. Well, no, but that would have been that would have been the one that I wanted to see. I mean, they you know they they went up against uh, Carl Malone and uh, and John Stockton a couple times, and that was good. Reggie Miller, the Knicks. There, there, I mean, there were some foils out there, but I wanted the 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 two years he was absent from the finals in the nineties. Uh, Hakeem and the Rockets won both of those, but they never got to play head to head. That I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, well, but, you know, I I think. You know, it's it's funny because we're talking about Steph and LeBron, how they kind of at the end of LeBron's runs with Cleveland, how Golden State and uh, Cleveland kept going up against each other. Um, I I know a lot of people are upset because early in his career, that big three Celtics team kind of kept LeBron from being sure. able to have the same thing with Kobe at the end of uh, his. You could have yeah, had the yeah. rise of LeBron as the not fall, but you know what yeah. I mean the. The decline of Kobe, you never got to have those. Yeah, well, but that, but there's a lot of things, you know. You, I mean, you're never going to get the perfect scenarios where you have uh, things line up just perfectly. Um, speaking of which, I wanted to talk real quick and just get your your thought on it. The uh, the Tampa Bay Rays continue to be the hottest team in baseball. Uh, they are, you know. 
tying or um, or butting up against the best record for the start at at ten games, at fifteen games, at twenty games, at twenty five games. Meaningless stat. Uh, speaking of meaningless stats, uh, right now, can you tell me who has the greatest uh, regular season record in NBA history? In NBA history, yes. the greatest regular season. Regular season. Wouldn't that be the twenty seventeen Warriors? Did no, twenty sixteen. Did 2016. they win the championship? No, they did not. Best regular season in NHL history. That would have been this year's Boston Bruins. Are they in the Stanley Cup playoff anymore? They longer? did not make it. Out Best of the first record round. in the history of the NFL regular season. That would be the New England Patriots. Did they win the Super Bowl that year? Best no. record in baseball history. That'd be the 0-1 Mariners. Have they ever played in a World Series? No. So big fat N O. Can we please calm down on coronating the? the Tampa Bay Rays as the greatest team of all time. With that said, they're really fun to watch. Have you watched them play baseball yet? I've, uh, well, one, I saw the, what is it? Wander Franco. <laughs> that was awesome oh, at shortstop. Yes. And then a Rosa Reina, he hits the bomb, gets to third and mean mugs, the Red Sox. Like that's awesome. So we were talking about this a few weeks ago. Um, uh, Will darkens and I, and there is one of the side effects of the pitch clock is that players don't have time to converse as much as they used to. So it used to be a guy goes into the batter's box, knows the catcher, says hi, says hi to the umpire, tries to sway the the conversation a little bit, uh, goes to first base, talks with the first baseman, they chat because they play double-A ball together, whatever. With the pitch clock, it's kind of eliminated that. So the, the speed and pace of the game has picked up uh, by about – 30 minutes a game, just over 30 minutes a game. With the shift gone, batting averages are up a little bit more, so you have more balls in play, you have more base runners, you have that. The wider bases have improved stealing as well. But I think all of this leads to this less time to worry about the unwritten rules, the bat flips and the ball flip. And, you know, a lot of people go, oh, it's just hot dog and play. Who cares, man? And you don't have time for people to get caught up in that because the next pitch is coming in 30 seconds. Like, let's go. So all the changes that baseball has made have been absolutely great. And for a team to take advantage of it and just go out there and play team baseball and do what the Rays are doing is another reason that people are watching. But do you hear the latest side effect of what's improving in baseball? And I don't know if it's a direct correlation to the rule changes. Are you talking about just baseball being fun again? Kind of. The fun metric is up. The fun metric is up. Umpires are better this year. Oh. They're doing better calling balls and strikes. Mariners Twitter would disagree with you, Luke. I, <laughs> every baseball Twitter would disagree with you. But by the, by their own, because uh, they all of them grade themselves. So now the umpires are actually being graded better. And, you know, even to the point where they're talking about they're doing well enough that they may even stave off the robo-umps for a little bit longer. But when was the last time you said baseball made the right move to make things better? Long, it was a long time ago, and it's so funny because purists hate this. Do but they? it's been—I have not heard—I have not heard oh. a single purist come and and gripe to me. I, oh, it, go on Twitter. I don't go on Twitter because shut up, Twitter. <laughs> this is why I don't go on to Twitter. It feels to me, as a casual baseball fan, that not only did they make a right move this season, it feels like every single move they made is right, and the unintended consequences 
all seem to be working, except beer sales. But all of the unintended consequences seem to be working. All the way working the just fine. Thank you. Listen, don't stop pretending that you care if people are getting home safe. I know that this illusion. What's what's that? Uber. Lyft. Yes. Listen, there's plenty of ways. Drink. <laughs> there's plenty of ways to monitor it. Well, and the easiest way is if you go to a bar. What's a bartender's job if you show up? You need to get a. Yeah. You want just they call you a more. cab. Yes, they do. They cut you You're off. You're a cab. They call you a cab. <laughs> <laughs> You're a yeah. cab. Uh, yes, they cut you off. You you should have trained people that go. No, we can't give that guy another beer. I know it's a little bit harder to monitor in the seats, but I don't I don't think you cutting off the beer sales in the seventh inning was what was doing it. No, let's just go all the way through. Uh, I think I think Jason Sakanic, I think he was the one that was saying that he was at the eighteen inning Mariners uh, playoff game last year, and they stopped beer sales in the seventh inning. You need you the need game, beer to get through. Like the game went through eighteen. W- another game. Yes, <laughs> it o- it almost went three seventh inning stretches. I was able to watch that entire game through a football game. Yeah, that I was attending. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, did you see uh, the wild animal on the well? Wild animal, the violent domesticated animal on the loose in sports this week. No, we will discuss that after this sports center update. All right, last night, Suns superstar Devin Booker. Superstar. Super, well, that's what ESPN says. Well, dude, with that that performance, you do that in a game seven, you're a legend. 47 points and nine assists. Did you see his uh, shot chart? 20 of 25. Absolutely. The efficiency is insane with that. Come on. Just go shoot 80%. Right? Just go shoot 80% and score 47 and nine dives. Now, is it sustainable when you consider that Booker and Durant combined for 86 points for the Suns? Nobody else scored more than seven. And and that's where Depth my... seems to be the issue there. And that's where my question lies because Durant and Booker have been very, very efficient throughout the entire postseason. Yeah. But you've seen the decline in other stars. I mean, DeAndre Ayton has been non-existent. He's been a non-factor yeah. in this series. Wow. He's 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 guarding the most versatile player in the NBA? Probably. Yeah. And I think that's fair. And when you look at this team, it almost seems like it has to be championship or bust because CP3's basically done. <laughs> yes. Kevin Durant, he's a walking injury now at this point, yep. and you've pissed off Aiton. Well, Aiton's always pissed off. He didn't talk to the media after the game. Yeah, he had, what, four points? Is this one of those things where Devin Booker realizes, one, it's his chance to become a true superstar sure. and be looked at in that top five category, but... Didn't even start at Kentucky. Does it turn into a thing in Phoenix where if you don't win this year, you're oh, going to have to so. blow uh, up the entire thing I hope they. Two? I hope they never win a thing. Chris Paul, meh. Devin Booker, fine. Kevin Durant, if he never wins another basketball game, I'd be perfectly happy with that. Not a huge KD fan, but I wouldn't mind seeing CP3 win. Unless, <sighs> unless LeBron's there. He just gets LeBron. so much praise, and he never finishes a season. Listen, he's, he's a great player, mm-hmm. but he is not the point god. What a stupid nickname. I, listen, more. I will take Cliff Paul over Chris Paul any day of the week. I'm not going that far, but... 
you know, it is what it is. All right, more sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. I'm Will Ortner from the 10A The Fan Sports Desk, Portland sports leader. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Watch much uh, French rugby, Will Ortner? Oh, we 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 super big French rugby guy. So there's a French rugby match, and uh, the home team decided to honor livestock. Ooh. Wanted to honor the local livestock. So during warm-ups, they uh, paraded around two cows and a bull. And the guy that was uh, leading the bull ended up being drug well across the pitch. And then the bull broke loose and started chasing down players during warm-ups. They ran into the fans. They ran ran back into the locker room. uh, So nobody was hurt, uh, including the bull. Everybody was okay. If you're warming up for a football game, what would be the worst animal to attack you? A hawk. A ho- See, that's what I was thinking. Bird. The two things I thought were, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, the buffalo in. Uh, oh, um, why do I want to say Bill? Poor <laughs> yeah, Bill in Colorado. I would not like Buffalo Bill to attack no, me. No, Buffalo Bill just shoots you. That in the would back. be terrifying. I don't want him to yeah. attack me. No, I know it's. I don't, uh, I'll look it up. I'll f- is it's, it Ralphie? Ralphie. Ralphie. Run, Ralphie, run. Yeah, Ralphie, there you go. You, you got to figure it out. Yep. I don't I don't think I want to get attacked by a bull, but I feel like with the bull, I could see it coming. Yeah. Where the bird of flight, like if you have a hawk or well, Remember eagle, the e- eagle that landed on uh, Paxson's shoulder? <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want to deal with that at all. Like <laughs> it's pecking me on the face and I can try and swing at it, but it's going to be above me. I'm going to look like an idiot. All my friends are going to make fun of me. Like, at least if you get gored by a bull, they're like, hey, like, that should happen. Yeah. But if the eagle gets you, you kind of look like a wuss. So if you got, if you got, if you got, you think you'd look like a wuss being attacked by an eagle? I like, think, see, here's the thing. Oh. I think, look. Hawk. Guys, eagle, eagle's better. Guys are dumb. Guys are true. Guys are really dumb. Yeah. And guys would immediately be like, that bird isn't that big. We know that that bird is huge. And those and talons yeah. will kill and it's a whole thing. Sure. But in the it optically it looks bad. Okay, it looks bad optically. I think coolest animal scar you could have. Oh, it's got to be like a shark bite. Shark. Okay. Yeah, like if you had a shark bite down your leg, but like it didn't like maim you. Well, or yeah, anything yeah. Like no, that. it's just a scar. It's it's yeah. not an, it's not an amputation. 
Just like, just like it rubbed its tooth down. No, your no. Leg. See, what you want is you want the full shark bite in the whole torso, Ooh. where it just—it's just like a surface bite. So you've got all those scars where you can like count the teeth, all the little dots. Oh, yeah, that, that would be the cool one. And uh, so, like, hey, here's his cavity. Yeah, or like uh, a bear maul your bear. shoulder. Yeah, you know, those, those are the first two that came to mind. Or bear, lion, maybe. But same Ooh, kind of thing. Lion, as the bear. Would, lion wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I'm thinking grizzly bear attack. Yeah, but yeah. Ooh, lions not bad though. Yeah, Could lions, you... tigers, bears, oh my, and sharks. Could you uh, get away with that one though? Like, if a bear mauled you, could you tell one person it was a bear and tell another it was a lion? Oh yeah, because no one's gonna like you look at it, it and be like, I can tell by the paw print. Oh yeah. Well, listen, there's somebody that can. But what was your comment about the hawk? No, oh, guys are dumb. Yeah, guys are dumb. Yeah, there you go. So, yes, yes, you could get away with it. There are some experts that go, no way. Like, I had a friend in uh, elementary school. His name was Jim Friend. Jim Friend. A- and he had a, uh, it was like a spider bite that got infected or something. So he had this big gnarly scar on his chest. Mm-hmm. He could have told that people that was anything. And you'd have been like, oh, yeah, they'd have, they'd have rebuild my intestines. Or, like, everything is mechanical in there and the whole thing. Or, yeah, like, I was shot by a cannon. Like, it, you wouldn't have known what it was. It was just a gnarly scar. Especially since he had it when he was a kid. So then as you grow, the scar grows with you. Oh, that's actually yeah. really cool. Yeah. Get away with whatever you want. Uh, I, I, I don't have any tattoos. Mm-hmm. I don't have any plans to get any tattoos. But if I get a gnarly scar... You're damn right I'm turning that into a tattoo. Oh, that'd be so cool. I yeah. I know this is dumb. Guys are dumb. Yes. I think it would be cool to get struck by lightning and live and live. Well, sure. And get that scar. Because yeah. that scar looks so cool. Does it really? I don't know that I've seen a lightning. Have you never seen it's, a lightning is, isn't scar? Isn't it just a third degree burn? No. It, at least the ones that I saw. And now this could be where I'm getting duped. Because, again, guys are dumb. <laughs> just the inter- I just want to make just sure. Stop saying guys are dumb. Start saying you're dumb. No, I'm guys dumb. are dumb. Yeah, I'm a guy. True. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Jim. I, I'm dumb because I'm a guy. That, well, you know, yeah. the whole thing. But yep. what I remember is right. it like it lit up the the neurons and the nerve endings in your body. That's what I remember from the lightning scar. So lightning it, scars. It We're on looks it. like your your nervous system Whoa. is all lit up. Yeah. yeah, super cool. Yeah, and not this one on this girl's neck. Well, okay, maybe. No, the one on this, down this guy's back is super rad. Yeah, see, yeah. that that's what I was going for. I want to get oh, the a, lightning back oh. tattoo. I was I was like I was like, oh no, this little kid has one. It's just a bunch of Harry Potter things. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. <sighs> oh, chick has one down her arm. That is pretty gnarly. See, I I'm sure it hurt. Yeah, a lot of Harry Potter pictures, but uh, but yeah, some of these uh, genuine lightning scars. Yeah, very cool. That's not bad. That's, Very cool. That's something else. All and right. it's a good talking point. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I mean, you could pull off a lightning scar on your neck. Just all up and down. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, better than, a, better than a tattoo that says, I heart mom, or whatever people do. I was going to get a OLB. Yeah. O-Line Brotherhood. I think things through. <laughs> on your, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did have a friend that had the no regrets tattoo across his, his belly. And his he goes, belly? He's like, yeah, it's just the most ironic thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, it, but I guarantee And I don't mean stomach. You, I mean belly. He had a big old, big old belly. I guarantee you it was funny when he did it. It was great humor. Oh, yeah. For like a year. Yeah. Well, yeah, when he was 22 and then the rest of his life, he's just like. Ugh. Now you got to explain it to everybody. Yeah. Like it's from We Are the Millers. It's well, old. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's Well, no, I mean, he, he, he did it before. Well before. Oh, he well. did it unironically before. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Bad, yeah. bad. Yeah. Bad so. look. Yeah, well, anything you think is a good idea when you're young, you will find out the younger you are, the dumber you are. And we know guys are. Hey, I almost got my ears pierced. 
uh, last weekend, so I get it. Last week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If my aunt had been more forceful, I would have an ear piercing right now. And a dangly. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was gonna be oh, it was boy. gonna be uh, the cross. And it was right. gonna dangle. Uh, I thought it was cool. Plenty of sports this weekend. Uh, we'll tell you not just uh, the game to watch, but what to watch with the game inside the game. It's what to watch next. Center and Saint ten eighty fans. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. Are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint. On 1080 The Fan. All right, Mr. Ortner. uh, Plenty of sports to choose from this weekend. Uh, What is the one thing that you are, the game that you're most intrigued by, and what is the matchup? Well, that would be the Crimson versus Black game up in Ellensburg. (laughs) Yeah, but. Tomlinson Stadium. But uh, I don't think anyone else other than me and the 50 people who are going to go to the game can watch. So I'm saying it's going to be. An upset, the Kraken versus the Dallas yes, Stars please. on Sunday. Yes. Feed me more Kraken hockey. I'm all for it. I love the Kraken. I do come from a hockey family, though. Do you really? Did you play? My dad. And yes, I did. Okay. So I played until about third grade over at Mountain View Ice Arena. Ah. And then they sold the first sheet of ice. <laughs> and so that was kind of the end of it for me because yeah. we figured, you know, that was going to go down. But it, it hasn't. So yeah. that's a good thing for everybody. Um, But yeah, Kraken hockey. Can't wait. Game three, pivotal, one-one right now. Can they keep home ice? Well, yeah. Well, and and they every game in the Colorado series felt like it was close, right? It was. It, yes. They they scored first. They were in every game. They kind of got whooped up on a little bit in game two against Dallas. Yeah, but that didn't really shock me. No, um, no, no. But this, but this, I, I guess what I'm saying though is is how do they respond, right? Yes. Like like. In the in the first series, they're playing against the defending cup champions, but they they every game you kind of felt like oh coulda shoulda woulda had mm-hmm. that one. This is the first time they kind of got smacked in the mouth. So then yeah. they're going home. The crowd has been awesome in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So how do they bounce back from their first real loss in the in the in the playoffs? Right. So the the Dallas team is built a lot differently. They have a lot more depth. They have a lot more. Possession, arguably the, the best goalie in the game right now. Well, yes, Ottinger's insane. Uh, he's certainly top five in the league, and he's so young that he probably just just by virtue of a guy that has showed up and taken the league by storm. What is he three years into his career? Yes. So yeah, Something watch like out for that. So uh, no, this game is gonna be great. I brought it up. I tried to get Darkins to watch uh, Game Seven last weekend. Oh. I don't know if he watched any of it, uh, but no, the Kraken are awesome. Here, here is my thing. We keep talking about expansion in Major League Baseball. We're adding a G League team to uh, Portland for the NBA. Can we just get any team that wants a, uh, uh, any city that wants a team? 
just start getting teams. Let's put relegation into America, North American sports. You can have 40 hockey teams, and and Portland and Seattle need a rivalry. I don't need a baseball team because Portland needs baseball. I can go up and watch a Mariners game if I absolutely have to go and watch a baseball game. Mm-hmm. I want a I want an I-5 rivalry in the Northwest. How much fun would it be, and it wouldn't happen every year, but how much fun would it be to have a Kraken Portland Panthers hockey matchup or whatever Rose city the, the rose the rosebuds on yes. the Stan, on the stanley cup mm-hmm. the first stanley cup champions uh the rosebuds uh but have have something where we can have i5 rivalry and if it ends up being hockey before baseball i'm all in on that the expand hockey has done expansion better than anybody let's expand to the point where we need relegation let's freaking do it well hockey does a great job of whenever you see expansion in the other leagues they make the team suck well, they, for and, years and they, and and they years. just over-exaggerate the difficulty of doing it. Oh, well, we have to have two teams. We have to have a balance, whatever. Hockey's like, dude, Vegas is ready. Let's go. Seattle's ready. Let's go. Portland, get ready. Let's go. Hockey is a freaking blast. It's, it's, Come on. It's one of the best sporting events, too. Like, and, and live NHL hockey great. is it's, it's next level. Because the tension in there, you can fight with the person next to you, and you don't get thrown out. It's, it's come on, literally. Right. Well, when we talk all the time about um, we don't like being a second-rate city. Yeah. Well, guess what? How do you not become a second-rate city? You get hockey. You get hockey. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for today. Thank you uh, for listening. Ortner and I are going to be back again next week. Uh, real quick, very quick update. Where did I put it? Uh, we have uh, 124 days, 6 hours, 22 minutes, and 25 seconds until the NFL season starts. So uh, we'll talk about more of the same next week. Uh, for now, we're done. Bye-bye. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.